0: Welcome to another episode of Tomorrow Will Be Great. I am Elise. And I'm Julia. And we're here to welcome you today to the second episode for season two. Yay! And today we're going to be talking about brand loyalty and what that means when we talk about us as a shop being loyal to the brands we carry and what that means for you as a customer being loyal to a brand that we might carry or might be a direct to consumer brand. And what kind of encourages people to stay and keep shopping with one place, yep. or maybe walk away and move on to something else instead?
1: Yep. Yeah. What inspires confidence in the shopper?
0: Yeah. Because it's really interesting and it can change very quickly. Mm-hmm. It yeah, can go from
1: having only good experiences to having like one bad experience and be like, nope, gotta
0: gotta gotta scram,
1: gotta cut ties and leave town, as they do <laughs> in the old west, where I am not from. Anywho, We carry some brands at the shop that I would say are like quote unquote quote all the quotes cult brands,
0: like they have a very substantial very, following who and, are very
1: loyal to them.
0: And it might not necessarily be that that the customer who's buying it from us found us first and then found the brand well it's normally the other way around it's usually the other way around someone is usually looking for the brand Uh uh-huh because we have a few brands we've carried they can i just both lisa and i sense through the emailing through the phone conversations or in person it's like they are here for that brand yes and whether that's because they like the design the fit the textiles the designer uses they are fully embracing that brand
1: yeah and they're and they're like let me know as soon as it comes in because i want first picks at it and we have some customers like that for some brands we carry. And then I feel like Borcona like that for some brands.
0: Yeah, because I'm like trying to think over my life who am I very loyal to? And it's hard for me to look at the past 10 years objectively because I feel like I have the store as a resource constantly. Yeah. And it's like I'm manipulating and using that. So I feel like you've been really up on your ba ba that was for a bit I think I think it's it's gone now I think that was like a COVID
1: (laughs) A COVID everything must be happy beautiful and knit yeah so I feel like that
0: that was a weird thing I don't usually have that happen
1: yeah um trying to think I feel like I have not done enough independent shopping in my short life to really have brand loyalty
0: like I mean but you have designers you really enjoy Yes. But that doesn't mean you'll purchase it or yes. go to a store to purchase it. You'll like, I just enjoy I know. the designer. I feel,
1: like, I feel like I just don't do a lot of shopping anymore. I mean, I guess I would say I do like some Levi's jeans, which I did order
0: some. And of. is that because you like the fit of them? I like the fit. Or do you like the heritageness? Heritageness, I don't think the that's a word. Of the of the brand. Um,
1: I think it's both because my absolute favorite jean jacket of all times ever, just adding a few more words to that. Um, is my mom's that she bought in the 80s and it's like a levi's jacket and i will say unfortunately nothing that levi's makes in a day holds a candle to that jacket because it's just so well made and the denim is so nice and it is kind of maybe it's like the the quest for what was but will never be.
0: I feel like that's a very common theme I see come up in fashion forums or on Instagram or anything. People are always like, it's not what it used to yeah. be. And it's like, the vintage is better. The something yep. else is better. Seasons five years ago was better. I wish they still made that. Can I get it again? Yeah. But you get it and it's not quite the same thing.
1: And it's kind of funny because I feel I feel like my family talks a lot about music. And I feel like the same thing with music is you're always like, oh, I liked their stuff before. But I think that we have to give brands and musicians and stuff like the room to grow and change and move. And maybe we don't want to grow and change and move with them. But I mean, for me, I'm like the quality of that denim coat I have. I would say it's like completely windproof. Like you can wear it in all the wind and you will not be cold, you will not feel the wind. And I think that a lot of denim now is much thinner and much stretchier. Like it has a lot of
0: There's so much elastic in in women's denim these days.
1: I, don't, I will say I do not mind a good skinny jean that I can squat in for when you need to squat. For like my jean jacket or my mom jeans, I want them to like fully hold me in there.
0: 100% cotton denim. I don't know. I think you raised a really good point saying giving the brand room to grow because I think we've spoken in the past with a few of our designers and... A few of them have said, like, people keep asking for mm-hmm. X and because mm-hmm. X sells welly well. And, yeah. and we've asked for X before, yeah. too. And they're like, no, I need to pivot. I need yeah. you to see going. what I'm doing now. And I think I think it's, like, good to see both sides of that. Yes. Because um, if you start to not let the brand have room to grow and change and explore.
1: That's actually true. That's very ironic because we have been talking about some brands that we carry that every season, they just do the exact same silhouettes and just tweak them a little bit and we're like oh that's so boring but then other brands who don't want to do their greatest hits again and again we're like but why won't you do your <laughs> greatest hits again and again and again if they only presented their greatest hits we'd be like
0: well they're so boring and like I wish they do a new silhouette or something and yeah. or like we'll be presented with a new silhouette and we'll be like whoa that's really strange but then sometimes a couple seasons later we'll be like whoa that was so good like yeah. why didn't why we, we get, get that, that?
1: Yeah, And And sometimes
0: that will even even happen within a short period of like... That will
1: happen from when we ordered to when it is dropping in stores. And we're like, but wait, why didn't we get it? So literally
0: there is something that's sitting on the table right now that we like tweaked... We got it in a different color than it was sampled in in the showroom. And we thought, I don't know about this. Like, let's only get three of of them. And they're kind of expensive. And we got here, it's like our favorite piece from the batch. And we're like, crap, why didn't we get more of them? So sometimes it's just really hard to know what the future will feel like
1: yes and I think that that's probably more evident I would say probably from like a shot like a buyer perspective versus a customer because I think as a customer you're not necessarily informed to all the changes or what is available because um, again it's like if this one brand if people are only ordering their greatest hits but they keep every season coming out with new looks they'll be like oh they just make the greatest hits again and again and again but they might also be doing more but no one wants to order it
0: so, so i feel like you're less of, informed as it's a it's a real pickle i think as yeah. a designer because you kind of have to pick between these two things or maybe you kind of keep a balance and you're like oh these are my greatest hits and here are some I new would, silhouettes
1: i think i if, if i were a designer i think i would have like the greatest hits as like the permanent collection and then have like an ever-evolving collection and kind of update the greatest hits to like, update if there's a fit problem, just like keep tweaking until the fit is perfect, or keep updating the fat, like doing the fabrics that match your collection so that they merchandise well together. That's what I guess I would do because there were some brands that we have that were like, but we want this again, and they won't make it, or they'll be like, oh, you need to order like 50 of them. And for a big store, that might not be a big deal, but for a little store, it is a big deal. That's a lot of units of one piece of clothing for us. Um, I think the max
0: we ever ordered of one unit 30? is like 25 or 30 and that yeah. was because we had so many inquiries about it we knew a lot of people wanted it or it would be something where we ordered a lot of them but we could get them in a few colors and split yeah. it up by style but again it's like that's a lot of work for the brand yeah. to do and we understand like that minimums. and we understand that minimums, minimums <laughs> exist for a purpose um, a lot of times oh the other thing I know again stepping back to what you're saying like you were talking about the denim of your mm-hmm. coat mm-hmm. like being so windproof and maybe you could get the denim again but maybe like the quality of the coat would not be the same or vice versa and that's because maybe people don't realize this people see Levi's or whoever Mm -hmm. it is and you think it's Levi's it's always made at Levi's but Levi's has probably a hundred different factories all over the world they're working with Mm -hmm. and that might be even true for a small brand like some of our brands work that are quite small still have yeah. three different factories like this is the jacket factory this yeah. is the sweater factory this is the pant factory and are have specialized
1: all the... things yeah. like and your they're... knitters will not necessarily be your people who are sewing your silk gowns because those are two very different skill sets generally I mean if you can do them both that's awesome all power to you
0: but <laughs> we wish um... we could so if you see differences in quality in a brand that you're mm-hmm. like been loyal to, it's always possible they switch factories, they switch mm-hmm. fabric manufacturers. There or, are lots of things that can change over time.
1: Or the factory closed because I don't know if people are so hip to this, but like a lot of the American, I actually don't even know if there's any American denim factories left in business. I, I don't know, know that,
0: enough to answer that question. There was at this all. like
1: one mill I know that closed, and people were very upset. And I think that's another thing that maybe we should try. I was like put your money where your mouth is, which I think we have talked a lot, a lot about before, but supporting things you appreciate. And so, like, I did say I'm very loyal to Levi's, and I would love to buy from a smaller denim person, person, designer. It's just, it's they, they cost so much more, and I completely understand why. It's just at this point in my life, spending, like, $300 on a pair of jeans is not really where your priorities. I, my priorities are. Yeah. And... Again, I
0: also sorry, that's my chair is yeah. squeaking. I
1: also don't really I don't I don't fast fashion really. Like I don't get rid of things ever. Like I think Julia and I were talking about this, how like both of us have some things that are like ten years old. Yeah. And that's fine. Like you do you. But that's not really about bland. Bland loyalty, also known as brand loyalty.
0: <laughs> bland loyalty. <laughs> I mean like maybe it's like kind of bland, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, um, but I'm trying to think Because I have noticed and I have heard from other brands too that sell to stores all over the world that their American stores are much more brand oriented Mm -hmm. and they will be like we need to buy more of this brand because that's what our customers want. And Mm -hmm. we notice that too when we interact with our American customers versus our European or Australian or Japanese or Mm -hmm. anyone outside. Anywhere else in the world. we, We have found it to be true that our customers outside of America are more apt to order something because they truly love the design not that mm-hmm. that definitely happens here for sure but like we have more inquiries for specific brands or only wanting to come yeah. to us for a certain brand from our American customers
1: but I like I totally get it in regard to fit because um, maybe you're like oh I know that this designer their pieces fit me so well because I mean there we have some designers in the shop that their pieces fit me better than Julia and Julia better than me sometimes and so finding a designer that fits true. designs well to your body type can definitely, I think that would be a completely valid reason to be brand loyal because you're like, I know that the this fit of this will me. always be flattering or look good or be what I want. But I guess, I guess it becomes a little bit less exciting of brand loyalty when it's more like I want the name associated with
0: it. Yeah. And that's where you get into things that have nothing to do with us. Like I need the Chanel bag. I need yeah. the Louis Vuitton bag. And I think
1: that it's – because obviously that's always been a thing is like the, the designer bag or the designer jacket, like the Chanel jacket with the Chanel buttons or whatever. But I feel like – I mean, I haven't – again, I haven't been alive that long. But I feel like that's now becoming a thing with more indie brands as well. Is like if you're in the know, you know. Yeah, so exactly. Like, oh, I, I, see. I see. I see you with that. And then you have an opinion based on that, which I don't think is bad. I think we should all support – the little people. We're the little people.
0: I guess, yeah. It is the, you're in the know, you're in the know. And I think mm-hmm. I used to see that for these like big indie brands yeah. like APC or Isabelle yeah. Moran who are yeah, not yeah, yeah. small by any means. Like but Weber. it was like the, the niche yeah. kind of things. But now I'm kind of seeing that trickle mm-hmm. down to, I would say people our size or a little bigger than us. Yeah. Where it's, like, a very cult following. It's,
1: like, there's no logos. But it's, like, if
0: you see, like, the La Mer camera bag. Like,
1: you're, like, oh, I see. I see I camera. see you. I see you um, seeing me see you. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, the tabbies by, like, Marjella. like, Or we joke now about the Casey
0: red stitch on the side yeah, yeah, of the yeah. shirts.
1: <laughs> I don't know. If, if you, Even if you buy Casey, like, do you keep the stitching on the side? Like, the little red loop on the side? Like,
0: is that a... Th- I don't know. Because I haven't taken that out. But... yeah. I think it's, and even Jesse is you know. like, oh, it's the red stitch. Yeah. You're like, or it's know. like, the Margie, I know, you know. Wait, the yellow things have the, like, I sewed the tag in, and it's just the, like, four-corner stitch oh, thing. I, I saw that. someone with a tattoo with that. Oh, one. no. So I was like, oh, that's kind of smart,
1: actually. <laughs> Put it on the back of your neck. And so I guess, yeah, it's kind of like signaling, like, I know. And then you know. And, and then you the know middle. I know. And I think that's, that's interesting because – I mean, I guess this can be a whole thing is, like, even right now, I'm wearing a pair of Doc Martens, but they, you could never tell they're Doc Martens because they don't have the signature yellow stitching and the back tab matches the rest of the shoe. And so it's like, I'd be more likely to wear these than to wear Doc Martens because... They're
0: less I am Doc Martens. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of... And that's true with the shoes, like, pottery versus yeah, the Chuck Taylors, which where I it's, also like, the like. Chuck Taylors. I mean, <laughs> I have a spot yeah, for Chuck's, too, but it's, like, it doesn't have... That the, circle. The you know, you know, I know, you know. And then there's those fight ones that came out mm-hmm. this season that, that are really like, sad. that have, a, that they're like trying to be leather chucks, but they have this like golden circle, circle instead, and ankle bone. But it's in the exact place where the chuck medallion, the but medallion, it, maybe I call it medallion. like
1: literally eight times as much as yeah. a pair of Chuck's. So. Okay, maybe not literally. Don't take my literally literally. And I feel like
0: that's different than being like, I'm copying it or derivative work or something like that. I feel like it's, you put an emblem there. <sighs> Actually, that. I was scrolling through the Instagram, as you do, and
1: I got an ad for some some big store. And I didn't, I didn't really look at it, but I was like, oh, those are really cute. And I thought they were a pair of Vans with a cute little floral kind of Liberty print on them. And then I looked, and they were Gucci. And I was oh. like, that's weird, because Gucci totes Magots just knocked off Vans. In Liberty. In Liberty. And I'm like, that's a bummer, because I'm like, I might have actually bought those if they were Vans. <laughs> But I'm not buying myself a pair of Gucci sneakers because I'm way too mean with my shoes. Well, it's like the
0: Balenciaga Ikea bag. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think, I I mean, that might be a whole other topic, but I think that's a very interesting brand loyalty thing or when um, designers knocking off either Birkenstocks or Tevas yeah. was really, I think people are still knocking off Birkenstocks and Tevas. Brands like Cicely Bonson did like a Teva shoe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, but the funny thing is that Birkenstock actually kind of got on top of it and started doing collaborations with I brands. I know Birkenstock was like, I see where this is going yeah. and I need to be and on the top
0: of my own game. I
1: really, really commend them for that. I mean, I would not personally spend $800 on a pair of solid leather Birkenstocks, but I, I'm i very impressed that they're, they saw the trend happening that like Chanel is doing like a faux Birkenstock and they're like oh so we went from being like the nerdy mom brand to being like the high fashion brand and they're like okay we see you and we're going to raise you one i guess it's a different way of trying to grab brand loyalty from different levels because then they have their loyal like me's and julia's and hippie moms who are buying like the suede double buckle arizona or whatever, and then you have the more the Chanel people who are gonna buy the collaborations. Like they did a collaboration with the hotel, I think.
0: Oh, was that? okay. And and they I were, don't know. I they were like involved. very
1: ritzy and very cool. So maybe it's like trying to grab brand loyalty from a tier above you. I mean, Ben simon
0: the little sneakers, they do collaborations. too. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's very common for these. I don't know why. Is it a shoe brand thing I think it's or a shoe thing? But like, it, it's it's because it's so easily customizable. Yeah. Whether it's a color or like a trinket you put on yeah. it, some That's flair. Like, yeah. And so I guess it's kind of like. Yeah, I
1: think it's like grabbing brand loyalty across, like trying to hit all your, like Bergenstock tries to hit everyone, but Teva is just like, kind of like, they're, they're staying in their lane. They're like, we're not going to go collaborate.
0: Chacos, that's the other, is it Chacos? Yeah, that's the other.
1: But I don't think people are ripping them off. No, I don't think, I think it's still staying
0: in the camping, I think Teva's are much
1: cuter and more flattering on the foot than the Chacos, but I also have, I don't, I have feet things. Anyway. So that's, like, an interesting thing about brand loyalty or brands being loyal to themselves. Like Birkenstock, who's like, we're going to make it work. Make it work, designers. Yeah. Make it work. And again, it's like, maybe you did want a really posh pair of Birkenstocks. And you're like, I love my Birkenstocks. And now you're like, I can have my
0: posh pair of Birkenstocks
1: for a posh price. Yeah.
0: I also, when I think about, like, where where have I been loyal to people, it's usually more like I'm loyal to someone who is an artist more, Mm -hmm. like, I I follow their work for a long time, and maybe I save up to get something from them eventually, but I'm not a continuous shopper, but I enjoy the, I guess I'll call it the art that they make, or something yeah yeah I guess I do that for some jewelry designers. Yeah, exactly. That I'll be like, oh
1: yay, what can I buy now? Yeah. Or, um... Like, I got this keychain that I absolutely love by, I don't actually know how to pronounce it, Chaparel Studio? Chaparel. Anyway, she also has super cute dog tags, and obviously and has been in need been... of a dog tag. So I finally convinced Julia that she should, see, it sounds really bad to say patronize, but isn't that the action of patroning, of buying something from an artist? Patronizing? But then you're patronizing.
0: That is a good question, because yeah. patronizing sounds like a negative word. Yeah, her. like you're but, being patronizing to but, someone. But but if you are actually, but you're in the patroning, <laughs> patroning,
1: <laughs> and so I have this one keychain, and now I'm just like, what else can I get from her? Because I really love it. Things like like getting something from a brand and getting excited, being like, what else can I? Buy? What else can I buy? Um, and yeah, I think I think I agree that of the things that I
0: consistently buy, it's like or jewelry. Or to. Yeah, it's mostly it's jewelry designers that I'm yeah. like, oh, I really love this pair of earrings. So Though I will. And say, that's what I was like in. A long time ago, 12 years ago, on Etsy, there were a few different people I found. They were sewing everything, but it's like, I kept coming back because it was them. Yeah. It's a personality. And I liked what they were putting out. Gotta have a
1: personality. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, because I think we have some designers that we carry, that we love, but no one other than us, has any ideas who the they really are. That's a really
0: good thing to talk about, actually, because some brands are very, like, let's keep us as an entity, even though we are uh, just, like, one or two people who are doing the design who are really owning yeah. the company, but they're very secretive about who they are. You have to do some deep internet snooping to find them. Like, we have designers right now, I realize, like, we don't we really don't know, know who, who they, they are. are. <laughs> I mean, we know who they are and that we're contacting them and that they're shipping to us, but we don't know if there's one designer or two so designers. That's so true. We don't know how
1: many people are at the company.
0: yeah. Um, especially
1: with some of the ones that as you mentioned we picked up a couple for next season because we obviously did not meet them in person because covid so we found them online and so it's kind of like this could literally be one person
0: or, it or could this could be an entire, entire team people. and like, even at the show I mean, you don't know if it's like a rep that yeah, you're meeting or is it a couple rep plus a couple people from the company coming so yeah sometimes you just don't know but then there are people we meet and we're like oh you are a you are, your, you are yours. You are your brand. You are your brand. So it's like it's a you see both happen. I tend to like I the like more one personable people. ones myself. The, pe- the people
1: that you uh, this has been a new a new measuring tape for us. But the people who you like to get a piece of greasy pizza with post COVID. Like I
0: would get pizza piece pizza with you. Pizza, yeah. Or I mean, some people say I would get a drink with you. I would do this. But we don't really we don't drink really so
1: drink, much. So we
0: do pizza. So we do pizza <laughs> and, and pastries. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> we are five-year-olds,
1: because I think I think personally for me that really does it for me when I'm like, oh, like I can I see the person I'm supporting, like I see you and I see your puppy and I know that your puppy is gonna get an extra treat because. I helped support you. And I bought a dog tag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. It's shipping and obviously going to be so
0: cute. (laughs) But even if it's a, if it is a bigger company, but let's say it's like a 10 person company, but like that's it. Like that's who's working there. I don't know where the stuff is made, but like you're like, you've met a large portion of them. That's fine. That's good too.
1: Yeah. I guess. And I guess this is the difference between shopping at like Wren, where it's literally us two, or shopping at Nordstrom, where it's. Like, an army of people. And, I mean, I know. There's, like, this anecdote that my parents have that there was some guy... And my parents lived in Pittsburgh. And this this guy who worked in the suit department who, like, had my dad's number. And every time a suit came in... And this was a big a big department store. And every time a suit came in that he thought my dad would like, he give him a call. And he said, Mel, I really think you should come in and try on the suit. Because I think it's going to be
0: See, what you're looking smart. for. It's and very that is. smart,
1: And, I mean... Even though I'm sure he worked on commission, I still think that it was kind of like creating a relationship, even though you're in a large machine, but still creating those little personal touches. connections.
0: Yeah,
1: And I feel like my dad would probably be a lot more likely to go buy a suit from this guy than to go to a different department store and buy it from some other person, or whatever. And I don't really know where I was going with that, but tiny touches,
0: you can, you can be personable anywhere. And I mean, I even think that that is true with just how you can run your whole business. Mm -hmm. It's, like, all the personal touches. Like, for us, I feel like finding the models we work with has been, like, literally meeting people in Philadelphia that we have randomly encountered. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's really fortunate. And then we have ones who, like, move away for a while. And then they come back and we get to work with them again. And it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, So it's, like... I think that that is another part of brand loyalty is being able to work with people repeatedly mm-hmm. and just really enjoying each other's company. Whether I mean, just even outside of vendors, I think yeah or maybe that's just loyalty in general. But but good vibes. Yeah, I think there was another portion of oh yeah, I wanted to talk about introducing new brands as a shop yeah and that that can sometimes be challenging even yes. if and I guess I don't know if it's challenging because we're selling remotely now and people can't come in and touch things So I don't know how much that would have mattered that wouldn't matter but like introducing someone to a new mm-hmm. brand like we have a, a brand a new brand or two that we have started carrying just over the past few months and a few of them and we feel like they're a really great fit for our customers but I think since there isn't the brand notoriety yet, mm-hmm. it's harder to tell people. Like,
1: because they're not stocked at all the yeah. big indie stores yeah. or whatever. And again, I feel like that kind of makes it more exciting. It's more like a little jewel box where you're yeah. like, ooh, let me ooh, see. let me see and go through your jewelry. Yeah, and like get the new, like get, a, get ahead of the curve and... Yeah, but I also can understand, again, from the fit perspective, you're like, I've never tried this brand, and it's like... maybe some of the pieces we have, which is true, are more fitted than some of our other pieces, so maybe people are a little bit more wary of taking a chance on a piece that they're like, well, maybe it's going to be a bit tight in the shoulder, or maybe, I don't know, maybe I don't want to have to button the button at my neck, or whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, there's, I feel like there's a new brand we've introduced recently that we were, were hoping to like use that more than another brand mm-hmm. and kind of phase another brand out and kind of make them a new bread and butter, so to yeah. speak. And we think they're better and yeah. the patterning is better and there's a lot of great things about them. But it's like, I can tell already it's like, it doesn't have that cachet. And yeah. that for some reason blows my mind because when I look
1: at them in person, I'm like, these are so good. Yeah. Like, it seems so obvious to us. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's like people get tripped up on being like, no, but this is who I want, not that person. And I don't know, I think maybe more people need to be like a little bit more open to trying new things. Now's not the best time. Yeah, to be I mean now pitching, might not be like, but trying like, new things. Like... But I guess also it's kind of like having faith in the curation, I think, is also like we are not gonna buy a product that we don't stand behind. At least we will not do that on purpose.
0: I know. There were things even we were ordering, we were trying to put together an order the other day, and we got four styles in and realizing that's all all we could get. Yeah. And we realized we didn't even really, like, love... They didn't... As Beth Kirby says, it's either a hell yes yes, or it's a a hell hell no.
1: And I think that, that along with, did I say that in this episode, that it's not personal business yeah, that might be the other one. Oh, that was
0: the one right before this
1: my new favorite phrase from the godfather is it's not personal, personal it's, it's business. business and i think those are two things that we're trying really hard especially in the era of covid trying to implement in our buying it also this might fun fact it's a little bit easier to say no when you're not looking it at is, someone because
0: you're like you're like i like you but no <laughs> yeah
1: and so i think we've because we love every brand we carry They're all amazing and special in their own unique ways. But some brands we've carried that we've been trying really, really hard to deal with for us and our to our customers, but no one's really biting. And so this season we were able to say no to some people that we absolutely adore and would have a really hard time saying that in person. And right now, considering the business the business, the world, the world we're living in, is not necessarily the best time to like take a risk have a passion Project. project. Passion project or some passion pieces. Like maybe save that when people can go out and about and wear the beautiful dresses and high heels. Not that we sell high heels, but the beautiful dresses, the high heels, the red lipstick, and not need a mask, which makes red lipstick quite difficult.
0: You're right. I haven't thought about like people trying to sell lipstick now that the sales are must be doing? on. Like, yeah, what do you do? Your
1: eye makeup, you can do.
0: Glasses. Yeah, you can definitely do eye glasses, eye makeup, but... Um,
1: we're also not makeup-peakable, so if we sound like idiots about this, we're sorry. We don't wear makeup. <laughs>
0: um, I'm trying to think what else about brands. Obviously, we can cut this a little bit out. Um, I mean, I think it us just, like, branch out a
1: bit. You'll find a new thing. You'll find a new thing that you never thought you like. Like the Doc Martin shoes I'm wearing. I If you had asked me five years ago... Would Elise wrote, ever wear a pair of Doc Martens? I'd be like, oh, hell no. Yeah. And I think I still might say that about your classic Docs, just because it's not my style. Also, I have bigger feet, and so they make my feet look real big. But these are like a bit more polished. Like, they're more polished. They're not super comfortable, which is the other thing I find very disturbing. Because everyone says how comfortable Doc Martens are. And you disagree. And I don't think these are very comfortable shoes. But um, again, it's like branching out. Like, I tried something new. And i think they're very cool and i enjoy wearing them i don't enjoy walking long distances in them yeah but it's like i tried a new thing that i think i never would have or again just because i keep talking about shoes, like going back and trying sneakers again like i had a phase where i didn't own any sneakers and now i own
0: sneakers because they're comfortable yeah and because we're getting old and you need to be comfortable yeah um Oh, I realized at the point we didn't really talk about yet, and this is important to a lot of people, I know, and God knows we try our best that we can do. It's not perfect, but just some people, like customer service and how they're treated within, yeah. whether it's the direct-to-consumer brand, going mm-hmm. into a store, whatever, that's really important to people is having yeah. good customer service. But it's not like I would walk into Uniqlo and buy, like, 10 pairs of underwear. Like, I'm not expecting, like them to fawn all over yeah. me or I'm like i kind of don't want them to i'm like yeah i'm like me, me I'm fine fine under. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you're like i don't and yeah i think there's very different expectations it's for and different types of
0: businesses for what level of yeah, customer service i feel
1: like back to the department store thing i think you can even tell you between a lower end department store and like a super high end department store where they're the level of customer and again it might be like a working on commission thing versus not and that's fine but it's like the people who are going to be more doting is the wrong word no more engaging, like engaging with you to help
0: you find what you need yeah
1: those are gonna generally be from the more high-end stores mm-hmm. or they'll be like oh can i get you some water can i get you tea well not anymore but back in the oldie days, days when you could be like would, would you like some a refreshment, tea, a refreshment yeah um and i will say that makes me uncomfortable <laughs> i don't If I'm shopping, I like to shop in my own little universe. Like, I've okay, this might sound really antisocial, but I recently started grocery shopping with headphones in, listening to podcasts, and
0: it's kind of amazing. Not that anyone ever used to, like, bug me. Well, it's kind of like how I, in college, when I would take the train to get to school or whatever, I'd have headphones in. It was like, I'm in my own world, but I'm around people, but I'm in my own world, because I'm an introvert. But, like,
1: leave me alone. Let me listen to my murder podcasts, and don't murder me. Um, (laughs) I should have that written across my back. Love me some murder podcasts, but not being murdered. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, there's lots of different ways. And like, we try
1: to be nice. We do. I think it's important. And, and we, had, we had some emails sometimes that were like, oh, my God, can you believe this email? And I guess our rule of thumb is sleep on it. Like, email me yeah. back tomorrow when you're not so hot in the collar about it. Yeah. I don't that's We've right definitely
0: had an increase in, I don't want to call them random emails, but emails that don't really have a prior existing context. Of, I don't know anything, anything? <laughs> and then someone just seems really upset at us, and they haven't bought anything from us. Yeah, <laughs> and they just seem upset, and we've noticed an increase of that since COVID. Just kind of like, just I feel like
1: the, it's kind the of edge hand- is a little informed, higher, yeah. Because hand- like you know, I don't know. I always got yelled at when I back in the paper writing days when I write a paper, and they'd be like, y- "You're writing for an informed reader, and you don't have an informed reader." I feel like people need to be like, "I'm emailing an uninformed reader, like." give us everything like give us more information that you think we need because you're just like kind of the measurements for the pink skirt we'll be like wait what like excuse me or what? like which
0: check like oh like, yeah i mean how much gingham do we have a lot and yeah. they will be like write to me about the gingham dress and i'm like oh which gingham dress yeah they'll be like, like tell
1: me more about this and you're like but tell you about it how or they'll be like can i have the measurements and we'll be like okay but what
0: but what yes thing? we
1: can but also like but we have five sizes of this like which measurements can we get you because we'll be happy to like measure two or three pieces, but measuring all five of them for you kind of seems a bit exhaustive. And I mean, it's great because we not have the measurements. Them, yeah, but so. they can also be like, oh, there's no way I'm gonna fit into the size extra extra small. Like, don't bother with that one. And yeah, I guess giving a little, being informed. If you have a question, writing a full a full question, signing your emails. Oh yeah. But I think this is probably the other way around. I always sign my emails. Julia, I sent, We always say hello, have a greeting. I guess that would be my my thing. Is always have a greeting when you're writing an email. Yeah. Unless you're like writing. But back if and you're forth, like going like,
0: back and forth many times, I don't think it's necessary. I still write greetings
1: and reply. I just do everything. I'm like hello and then goodbye. <laughs> I, but I, I think that's because in my my generation, we in my generation, we always got yelled at by teachers for like they're like you guys write the worst emails. This isn't texting. And I've always been the person who writes dear so and so and then I'm like, Thank you very much, Elise. And so I always like what write these crazy, crazy emails that are very involved, but
0: the other thing for me that would inspire brand loyalty is excellent packaging Ooh, or wrapping. Yes um, I always get really excited when something is wrapped and presented very beautifully. So anytime anyone does that for, I, I was just trying to like think back. I'm like, yeah. what makes me happier? what I was like, oh, I would come here again. And I'm like, packaging, if they wrap my thing very nicely, yeah. even though I might not say you it's a packaging. It well, yeah. sometimes I did save my <laughs> Yeah,
1: you did. We have some in the basement of the shop. Yeah.
0: I saved my shopping bags from when I went to Japan for about Fifteen years. I threw They're them really out. Cool. When I threw them out eventually, recently, or recycled yeah. them. I should say, but yeah, I mean, because I feel
1: like some people. I am going to go back to Chaparral Studio.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. She's like a also does this. Like has beautiful gardens. So she, spoiler alert, she clips pieces from her garden and then dries them and puts them in with the oh. little package. Well, and now it's I, just, know gonna I know what's oh, going to. I know that's wow. why I said spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, and it's just, it's like the little touches like that are so sweet and we don't do that per se, but we have the cutest washi tape. And so all of our things are closed with a cute little washi tape. That's a fun color or a fun pattern. And so I think, yeah, it's like the little, that nature things. We always have handwritten cards, which are fun. Pardon me if I spell things wrong. I try not
0: to. Yeah. I mean, those are just things that maybe inspire brand loyalty for us. Um, also just, when I think about it from our perspective, well, what inspires brand loyalty from the vendor's side of things? I think Being like excellent commu- really the top yeah. number one thing is communication. If you have excellent communication, I will love you forever and ever. Yep. If there is a problem, communicate it. If there's, mm-hmm. if we're, anything, even if there is no problem, even if like, there's no, we're no problem, track. just like, like we're yeah. on track, whatever. Like just that communication is just essential.
1: Yeah. Like we have this one brand that we work with that we have like a, pretty big custom order in with and they are just so good about just like checking in and they're like just so you know like we just got a fabric and here's a picture of it it looks a little bit different is it okay like are you still okay okay to go ahead with it and then they'll be like okay just so you know we are about a week out from being able to ship and they're just so on top of it and then they're like okay here we shipped it and then here's the tracking number which okay if you're a brand always send the tracking number like you can even sign us up for those if you send it with like UPS, FedEx, DHL, you can set up like um notification Is it yeah, uh, notifications? Notifications, you yeah. You can put our email address in and say, I'd like to give them notifications of every single step Thing of the that shipping process. Um because we have packages that just kind of sometimes will just show up and we we'll be like, wait, where yeah. did where did you come from? And it's very A jarring and B more likely like, we're more likely to miss a package that we don't know we're expecting. And so communication, especially in the shipping sector, or canceling. If you're canceling something, let us know before you're about to ship. ship. Or if you're canceling, like, the whole thing. a want to still like, more than five minutes before we were expecting a package to arrive. Yeah.
0: So it's just like, think. yeah, commu- for me, communication is, like... Like, and we have one brand who's just, like... they. I would say they are the number one pinnacle of efficient communication, and I wish we sold it better because <laughs> they yeah. are a perfect business.
1: Yeah, they're just, like, very on top of it. And yeah. I, I think... Sometimes we drop the ball on communication. Like a <laughs> email will get buried.
0: Yeah, and it will happen with everyone. And
1: I guess the thing is just to try your best. And also, like as a customer, I've always found I like it when I know what's happening. Or you're right. This isn't just
0: vendors. Yeah. This is just
1: everyone. Or if you're buying from something for, if you've given someone money for an item, give them information about when that item might be we shipping. We need information. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to think, cause I know I don't remember what we had, but we had something where something we were doing was delayed, uh-huh. and we sent out emails to every single one of our customers. I think, I don't. Do you remember this? Well, we sent yeah. out emails, and we were like, just so you know, like this is gonna ship next week, not,
0: not like what we originally. Not right said. now. Like, do
1: you ha- do you want us to hold off and ship it, f- like farther in the distance? If you're gonna be out of town, pre COVID, obviously, and just things like that. It's like we noticed that our, cause we tend to ship everything every day. We're in the store. We sh- tend to ship. And so, if something was going to be out of the ordinary, and our website says, we will ship everything in X amount of days, and we were going to be over that limit, we emailed everyone and told them that we were going to be, it might have actually been when we were in Paris, it might have also been when we were in Paris, Yeah, like, there's longer shipping times. times. And so, I think that's always really nice.
0: Yeah. Because sometimes people will just vanish and not communicate, yeah. and that doesn't inspire anybody. Like I
1: ordered a book from a bookstore. And they're like, so there's this website called Abe Books, which is really awesome. And it's just like a bunch of, it's kind of a bunch of used bookstores that you can browse from. And I ordered a book and they said, so-and-so has accepted your order. And it's been like two weeks. And I'm like, okay, thank you for accepting my order, but where is my tracking number? Like, where is it? And things like that. Or even if they're like, oh, I'm sorry, like, we're going to be out of the office. Like, say, we're going to be out of the office and we'll ship your book in three weeks. Like, I don't care when I get the book. I just want to make sure that... I get it eventually because it's a cookbook for fruit. I don't know why I ordered it. I think it was a COVID purchase. But again, it's just like communicating, being like, this will come eventually. (laughs) Oh, that's all I want to know. I just want to know what's going to show up.
0: So tracking, love tracking. Yeah. Tracking numbers. Tracking numbers are great. Yeah. So So those are just some of our thoughts, I think, on this subject. Communicate, branch out. Yeah, I guess it's like communicate and branch out. We'd like to encourage people to do that. And put your money where your mouth is. If you really like something, support it.
1: Or I think even verbally, just being like, hi, I really, really, like I, I oh, that's something else I've been trying to do recently, is if I order something from a small business, emailing them and like giving them feedback. Basically like saying it. that I love it, because I basically seem to be very good at ordering things that I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really helpful too, because also it's like a, a little warm hug when someone's like, like I oh, really
0: I'm like happy. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: And so also if you get this shirt and you're like, I love this shirt. I'm going to wear it every day. Like just shoot us an email. And be like, I love this shirt. Cause then it's kind of reaffirming that people want these and that people who bought them enjoy them. And I think that's, Oh, so I like getting happy emails being like, I love my whatever. <laughs> I mean, <gasps> please don't say I love my whatever. I mean, you can also just email and say, Hi. But, so I guess good feedback, or just feedback, doesn't have to be good, should be good. Feedback, communication, branching out, I don't know, warm, cuddly feelings, and the like.
0: And, yeah, I uh, think that's all I had to say on this topic in yeah. particular. You know, probably have more feelings I've later. been trying to branch out more, too, like, if yeah. I, I've been upset lately about that in our industry, not a lot of people make good outerwear, like technical yes. outerwear, and she and and so we're kind outerwear. of like been more on the quest for that, like, like whether it's a raincoat, a rain boot, like something waterproof. It's like people don't want to make something that actually claims it's waterproof, and so I'm like, I think well, it's
1: more that people are worried that people aren't going to pay the price, price
0: for. it. Because anyway, then, like, it, it, I feel like our yeah. world doesn't overlap as much with the technical mm-hmm. world. And I wish it did a little bit. But so I, I feel like, well, if this is not a shop thing, like, where can I go? And so I've been yeah. like, trying to find them. Like, this is just an outerwear brand. And so I'm just trying to, like, experiment with that yeah. a little bit more. Or, like, barber. Yeah, exactly. If you're, like, if you're
1: very fancy. Because um, they seem to be one of the rare intersections of actually outerwear that is meant to be worn outerwear. Be worn outside.
0: In wet conditions. In wet
1: conditions, in your hunting needs or your fishing needs. Now I want to go watch Skyfall. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, he totally (laughs) has like an awesome barber. And again, I think it's also been like. The British. I've been watching some British vlogs, and they have barbers, and I'm like, oh. oh. And then I was reading some British books, and I'm like,
0: oh, he's just gonna go to the barber, buy the bar. Or like, what if he makes your rain boots again, Jules? <gasps> so Jules. cute. They're really cute. Jules makes really cute rain boots. They're just like thinking outside the box of the shop, or even like. That's how I find really good things sometimes, is like I'm thinking outside of the context of this bubble I normally shop in, and you'll find like really good random rain boots yeah, or. My rain boots have dogs in sweaters on them. Yeah, see? Don't you need dogs in sweaters with rain boots? But I'm like, I don't think we'll carry it. But it's like thinking outside of like yeah. whatever. Like REI or EMS like yeah if you want some mm-hmm. outer I got a really cool North Face backpack I know that's a very big company yeah. but I really like my backpack
1: and it's like I don't know if a small company is gonna it's like a duffel backpack that's like totally waterproof and it will be
0: perfect for traveling again Yeah, once. it's like a duffel backpack it's very multifunctional it's very structural yeah and it's mm-hmm. like I don't
1: know if a small business is like if that's a if that's too niche of a market for a small business I mean I, I, I'm making this up I don't know for sure but if it's like too niche to be able to fund an entire brand off of it's because obviously like norface like does everything
0: or something Is yeah studerheim studerheim i don't know I don't how know. to say but they make like just raincoats and rain yeah
1: i'm always curious about that yeah i mean i guess there's lots of companies that just make one thing or one kind of thing but I guess it's like, how do you break into that? And also, like,
0: spoiler alert: like, we're ordering duck umbrellas. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Or we ordered them; they should come soon. But yeah, again, that's like a company; they just it's make like heritage, one thing. Yeah. But like, am I loyal to? I have been loyal to the yeah, concept of the duck, duck umbrella. She had them to her wedding. Yeah. She yeah. had them to she her had wedding. Them, not gooding.
1: <laughs> Julia married a duck umbrella. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in this world that has yet to be discovered by. Uh, by us just kidding (laughs) kind of by everyone um we love finding new things it's fun new new everything and barber call us yeah we want some waxed we
0: want some waxed 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 olive coats with a little corduroy collar oh
1: (laughs) oh so cute also spoil other spoiler alexa chung did a collection with them a while ago and it was so good there's this really cute pullover poncho y thing that I was like, do I need this? And then it I sold I think we're out.
0: both having this Anorak moment we that we can't hard. quite they're understand. not very practical for
1: people with glasses.
0: No. You kind of just knock but... your
1: glasses off your head.
0: <laughs> but they're fun. But I think that is a good wrap to this yeah. we hope We'd love to hear your thoughts about brand loyalty and which brands work really well for you yeah. or what you are loyal to, or do you want to branch out a little more? Yeah. Um you can like socks. You have a really good sock brand. <laughs> I mean, we have some really good sock brands. Yeah. And they only
1: make socks. Well, one of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Get in touch with us. Yep. And um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. subscribe. And you can email us at
0: info at R-E-N-N-E-S U-S. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at TomorrowWillBeGreat or the shop at REN dot underscore. Dot underscore. And thank you so much. And yeah. have a great day. Enjoy! Bye!